This is the Money Talks podcast with Michael Campbell. But first, you know, with the federal election in the offing, I want to ask you a key. Make that the key question. It doesn't matter what party or leader you support. Simply put, do you think the economic, the financial, the technological, the social, including our health environment we're in, dictates that it's kind of business as usual? Or are things different, dramatically different, and hence begs policies that need to address these changes? I'm asking this because I don't know how anyone could possibly argue that things haven't changed so dramatically that it necessitates different approaches, different ideas. Although I have to admit that I don't have much confidence our leaders are going to be up to this challenge. As former Attorney General Judy Wilson-Raybould stated in her recent letter outlining her reasons for not seeking re-election, in quotes, initially I thought the pandemic would reinforce the urgent need to make our governing institutions work better, and for a time it did. But all too quickly, we saw a return to more common patterns of self-interested partisanship, game-playing, and jockeying for advantage. Well, I kind of think that's what the federal election could turn into. But that observation, by the way, didn't get near enough attention. All too quickly, we saw a return to more common patterns of self-interested partisanship, game-playing, and jockeying for advantage. You know, I said the same thing last March. I thought the economic fallout from the decision to lock down the economy would force politicians to get realistic about the need for a strong economic recovery. I thought it would force them to do away with policy prescriptions that actually hurt economic growth. Well, I was wrong. As I commented, within one week of the lockdowns, I couldn't believe how fast some politicians jumped right back on their favorite hobby horses. All I'm saying is that business as usual, politicians promising billions in new spending, all of it borrowed money. This is on top now, though, the biggest debt burden in history. I say it's not going to cut it. It's also a fact that the world is awash with debt, by the way, $280 trillion estimated. And that's important to recognize because credit markets, where governments borrow, are global, not just domestic. I still think any debt-related problems that we're going to face are going to originate starting outside our border, just like the subprime mortgage crisis of 2008 did. Hey, an American problem that caused huge repercussions in Canada. I hope I'm wrong. But I don't have a lot of faith that our political leaders will address any of these issues. Actually, I think we already got a preview, by the way, of what we can expect. And it is business as usual as the prime minister, cabinet ministers crisscross the country promising billions in new spending as if it was 2015 campaign or the 2019 campaign. And there's not even been a mention or a question how we're going to pay for it. A lot of glad-handing politicians, municipal, provincial, federal without an inkling of how they're going to pay for it. Now, only if you think there's nothing fundamental that has changed economically, financially, in terms of social cohesion. How about geopolitically, with the rise of China, takeover of Hong Kong, the threats to Canadian citizens, the warnings by CSIS and the Canadian military? Well, if you think nothing's fundamental change there, then I guess more of the same is okay. If you think that Canada's debt load, which has risen more in two years than the previous 152 combined, or if you think that having three times more Canadians, 170,000 people, 
who've been without a job for over a year, and that's compared to just before the pandemic in January 2020. You think that's no big deal? Well, I guess it is business as usual for you. If you think the upswing in virus cases, particularly variants, which has now forced Australia into lockdown again, has Thailand breaking records, I guess you think that's no big deal. What about the polls and the massive protests in major cities throughout the world, including Cuba this past week, that signal a sharp decrease in social cohesion? Should we ignore that growing discard? I mean, more Canadians think we're more have more problems, less unity in the country than we've ever had. But should we ignore it? I mean, it comes down to whether you think we're in a country and a world that is undergoing significant change or we're not. It's either business as usual or it's not. That's the question that needs to be answered before we get into a federal election campaign. It needs to be answered by all politicians. All of us should answer that question. Everyone in the media. Because if it's not business as usual, the world has changed. And I am talking especially economically, financially, geopolitically, in terms of social cohesion, then this better be a very different federal election campaign. I mean, if you care about our future, our children's future, then you should demand policies that acknowledge and address the changes. The media should cover it that way. After all, we're talking about our future. I mean, the usual platitudes and predictable virtue signaling won't cut it. I want to see if our leaders have something substantive to offer. Personally, I do cringe at the thought of a federal election campaign because it means an avalanche of BS, superficiality, disrespect for our intelligence is coming our way. On a personal level, I'm always distressed to see reporters going along with it. I would love to see some meaningful financial questions because of the record debt, because of the pandemic is not over, especially in developing countries, and because of our declining competitiveness ranking, our falling investment uh, capital investment numbers. Yeah, I'd like to see some meaningful fi- financial questions. The world is so drastically and obviously different. And it doesn't matter what party or candidate you support. Their policies need to reflect that reality. We'll see. Subscribe to the Money Talks with Michael Campbell podcast for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or anywhere you get your on-demand audio for the complete show, daily podcasts, and more.